The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Let us help you discover the keys to success, the keys to success in your internet marketing. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Marketing Nirvana, presented by CertifiedKnowledge.org, CertifiedKnowledge.org. Overcome the trials and tribulations of the past and let Marketing Nirvana revolutionize your revenue stream and ROI. Prepare to experience Marketing Nirvana right now. Here are your hosts. Hello, listeners. Welcome to Marketing Nirvana. I'm your host, Brad Geddes, the founder of Certified Knowledge. We're a PPC training and tool set company. On this show, we'll investigate various ways in which your marketing efforts can reach a set of Nirvana. You can find show notes and other information about our guests on CertifiedKnowledge.org. Now, one thing marketers are always involved with is creating new sites, projects, and marketing campaigns, then trying to find ways of marketing those new ideas. So today we have John Fox on the show. He recently put together an interesting site that took advantage of marketing techniques while building the idea. So we're going to walk through some of his ideas and marketing and how effective those tactics were. So I think it's safe to say that all you really have to know about John is that he starts things. It's probably what's made him such a terrific connector of people, products, and ideas that create new markets and business opportunities. I got to know John through a project we're working on over the past few months called PPC MindMelt. So John reached out to me and 15 other marketers to record our best advice on what makes or breaks successful paid search advertising campaigns. You can listen to all the speakers at ppcmindmelt.com, and that's the site we're going to talk about today. So John, welcome to Marketing Nirvana. Hey, thanks, Brad. I really appreciate it. It's good to have you on here. So I like the site, PPC MindMeld. There's so many things I believe listeners can learn on that site. But now the first question I want to ask is how does a a tech person like yourself who goes from selling semiconductors for Intel to running sales and marketing for, for startups and B2B marketing consultants? Well, I guess you have to kind of go back to, um, you know, I'm, I'm a tech geek. And in high school, I remember my physics teacher, uh, for those of us that had great teachers, I had an awesome one. And, uh, and he said, you know, you really need to focus on what happens on the edges. Because in a, in, whether it's chemistry or physics or just human relations, it's just magic happens at the edges of the relationships or the edges of the experiment. In the in-between, easy to manage. And and I really took that to heart. And so I've looked at the kind of things that I enjoy, and I love starting things. And there's so much energy that happens at the beginning of things. You know, it's sort of like the, the launch pad. It takes all the energy to get the rocket ship off the ground and break the Earth's inertia. And then once you get past that, well, you know, it's kind of on its way. So... Um, I just really focused my energy on that, and the thing that I got the most enjoyment out of and you know where my passion's at is this whole experience of converting a prospect to a customer. It takes an incredible amount of energy for that to happen, 
And and then once that takes place and you've got a customer, then you know it, you can really manage that, and it, it it doesn't take a lot of energy to keep that going. And that's where I've spent really the majority of my career, whether it's selling semiconductors or working with startups or B two B marketing. It all is the stuff that happens at that edge point in the in the conversion of a prospect to a customer. Yeah, I don't think I can echo how how difficult the launch part is because I see all kinds of good ideas almost every day. And someone spends 5, 10, 20 hours starting it. But if you don't finish it, then you never get to the easy stuff, which is you know, maintaining after, after you get all the good stuff going. Um, so let's talk about PBC MyMilt. So just to make sure everyone realizes, it's a site where you can uh, download um, 60 different one- to two-minute clips from 60 different uh, paid search marketers. So myself, David Satella, Perry Marshall, so forth on the site. So it's actually got a lot of content, um, but it's sort of an interesting idea to try to bring a, that many people together and, and put a product together for them. So where did this idea initially come from to, to try to put all these sound bites and make it into a cohesive site? Um, you know, a couple of different places. It it all happened uh, within a matter of a month, and it's you know been about a year since I started seeing these virtual conferences pop up. And it wasn't the typical virtual conference that it was like a webinar, but it featured a, just an overwhelming number of experts recording a short tidbit for people to use. So I noticed that, but at the same time, there's been a lot of buzz. Uh, at least in the B2B community, about what's called content marketing. And, and I'm assuming the majority of the listeners here know about that. But content marketing is what really SEO is all about when you think about it. And, and before the Internet was even existing, content marketing really drove all B2B conversations. I mean, when you think about it, uh, that's why you had brochures that a sales rep would take into a, a, a meeting with a prospect. It's the content that the prospect prospect wanted. So, um, so here's the problem, though, is that in, in the world today that we live in this, this uh, Twitter world, let's call it, where 140-character text is considered a long message. I mean, think about it. If, if someone sends you a message that's a full 140 characters, you're going to step back and say, gosh, that guy's so verbose. I mean, can he just make his point? Point in, you know, 20 characters or something. And, and, and that's sort of the place that we're in today. So you have this, this issue with people wanting, wanting you to come to your point quickly, but at the same time, content is what we're all looking for. And then, and then the third component is Google itself. You know, we all think that we have this power that's been given to us that we can search and find whatever it is. But the reality is the search experience is an incredibly painful experience. I don't know anybody that actually enjoys searching for stuff. Finding it, absolutely. That's the goal. That's what you're looking for. But if you're trying to find advice on some, I'll call it, big, hairy, audacious question, Things like we asked in the PPC Mind Melt, like what makes or breaks a successful pay-per-click advertising campaign. If you go try to find the answer to that and not try to find something that worked two years ago, but I mean current stuff, things that really work today, I tell you that is a, a very, very difficult experience. So I put all that together and, and um, about six months ago created my first Mind Meld uh, and then this actually was our second, and it's all about how do we create really interesting content that allows 
a prospect or a, let's call it just a visitor or an interested party who, who has a problem looking for advice on a particular topic to skim along the surface because that's where people are at today. Hey, just kind of give me the sound bites, just the tidbits. Let me kind of see who's out there. Listen in for a minute or two on these experts and then I'll dive deep on the ones that I really, really want to listen to. So that's that's where the idea came from, and that's where we're trying to build this, this why it was called a mind meld, is this place that you could kind of tap in to an expert like you, Brad, and, and hear what they had to say in a real short period of time, and then allow the listener to be in full control of how they want to hear more from that particular expert, follow them on Twitter, LinkedIn, contact them on email, or however that is. So, you know, kind of at the bottom line here is that, um, the mind melds are essentially, and I don't take anything away from this, but it's a, it's a speed dating service between the people that are searching and the people who are providing. And it happens in a very short period of time and allows everybody to be a winner. So, okay, so that's, that's a nice explanation of, of ideas and, and growing ideas. So if you're into content marketing and you want to get all this stuff together – well, there's you know thousands of blogs on paid search. There's hundreds of thousands of Twitter accounts on paid search. So how do you really figure out who to include? What's your narrow-down process for something like that? Um, that was the hardest part, and I guess that is um, something that's maybe an innate ability that I have because I love interviewing people. I mean, I've always done that. I've been doing recruiting for my clients and my my own employers for years. I mean, going back to my first job at Intel, after being there for two weeks in marketing, I already was recruiting back on college campuses. I mean, I just dig the whole process. So, um, so that's sort of my, my thing, if you will. But I really believe anybody can do it. And what was important for me is that you start to find the connectors, the people who know everybody else. And you know, I don't think Twitter is really a good place to do that because you can listen or follow anyone that you want. So there's, it's not a two-way acceptance process. LinkedIn, on the other hand, is a really good one um, where you know, LinkedIn's power is that you have to be invited by somebody. And you know, most people I know don't accept an invitation for people they don't know or at least that they, they're maybe one away from. So looking on LinkedIn, you can kind of see who the big connectors are and the people who are good about accepting invitations and, and kind of know everyone else. So I started the process with Perry Marshall, who, you know, as it turns out, is a very close friend of mine. So, hey, I, I got, you know, got lucky on that one. Um, but then Perry introduced me to some folks, but that only got me to, I don't know, maybe 10 people, if you will. And then I had to go to the next step, and that's when I relied on LinkedIn. And as I could reach out to people and they accepted my invitation, then you could kind of see who knew what. And it was, it was I shouldn't say very easy, but I, I put together a, a spreadsheet to see who was connected the most. And you could kind of see who those people are that you needed to know. And then the next, really the final step is I had to dig in, subscribe to their newsletters, listen to their interviews, and see – if they really knew what they were talking about. And in pay-per-click, you're absolutely right. There's 
tons of content and people out there that claim that they're experts, even book authors and you know all sorts of good stuff. But when you scratch the surface a little bit, you realize that they're either regurgitating something that someone else has said or their content is six months old. You go to their Alexa um, ranking in the site and you can see that they haven't done anything on their site in the last year. Um, they don't have a lot of testimonials, you know, all those kind of things. And those are things that worked against them. And so then I started my list. Uh, at one time, it got to over 180 people and then just cutting it down, cutting it down. And I got to my, my top group and made invitations and, and went from there. Excellent. So, um, so, so far we have how, how you sort of got the content in the first place. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break for our sponsors, and then we're going to come back and look at how the site's monetized and the marketing ideas for the sites. More Marketing Nirvana after we thank our sponsors. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money. You can promote any product immediately. No contracts required. Looking for recurring commissions? Upsell products? ClickBank's got them. And best of all, you can make up to 75% commissions. Ready to become the next ClickBank success story? Sign up now for free at ClickBank.com. Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, wiser. We'll explore the latest innovations, introduce you to the latest products, and bring you the tips from experts and environmental pioneers to help you lead a better life. Life Tips, Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the entertainment channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Injecting new life into your internet marketing. Welcome back to Marketing Nirvana, presented by CertifiedKnowledge.org, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. So welcome back. I'm speaking with John Fox, who is the, the brains behind PPC MindMeld. And with PPC MindMeld, they had a lot of content, but contents from an advertiser standpoint is only so good as much as you can actually market it and monetize the content. So, John, tell us about it. How are you monetizing the site? You have all this great content. You know, where's the money flowing from? Well, first off, um, you know, I talked about uh, in, in your introduction, you talked to me about me being a starter of things. And, and I think it's important that all of us recognize the importance of not just starting, but using the word experimentation that we experiment with things and we test things, that we don't just accept 
the uh, that you know mind melt in my case is a good idea, you need to really try it out. So in the case of uh, the mind melts, it's an experiment for me. So even the whole idea of monetizing it is something that is very much an experiment. So I'll give you an idea of what we have done by way of monetizing and then what we believe is going to be possible in the future. And and I think this applies to a lot of content marketers and content developers because you you know you create a book let's say or an ebook or you've got an information product and you want to do something with it you have to look beyond what everyone else is doing and try to figure out what else is out there. So the the first natural um, way to monetize this was to reach out for sponsors and sponsors ask the natural question of what's in it for me and at the very beginning. You know, I have to have sponsors that really want to learn from the experiment, uh, which I believe is the case, that the sponsors that sign on basically are doing it, hey, let me give it a try, see what happens. And uh, so there was money that came in from sponsorships. Then the next thing is taking the content that you see today. When you go to the site, you get the entire payload all at once. Um, soon that will go away and we'll be allowing the content to be downloaded or dripped out to people instead of all at once. It'll happen more as like an autoresponder or a newsletter so that each individual will have their own day in the sun, if you will, that will take the content and not just make it available as a soundbite but also as a full transcript. And then allow the individual to offer something to the audience. So, Brad, you know, for example, when it's your day, you'll have a, a download possibility that you know you can make whatever you want available to uh, to listeners of your particular soundbite. So, again, making it something what's in it for the person that took time and recorded their soundbite, and then offer advertising around that. And then, lastly, taking all of that content, which kind of falls in two categories: it's the advice. And it's also the directory of all of these 60 people. Um, you know, how do you save people all that time that I put into it and give them, let's call it a digest as well as a directory, and then take that and publish it as a book, both an ebook and a book up on Amazon that people can actually buy. So there's a bunch of different ways of making money. And as we, you know, do more experimentation, we'll probably find other ways to syndicate the content, uh, probably to other people. But I think the thing that we still have in the core that we haven't lost sight of is the importance of making it a win-win for the people that not only sponsored but also participated as the speakers. And I think that's important for all of us. All right. So you mentioned autoresponders, and, and I want to talk with those for a moment. I find that people who are really into info mar- product marketing are, are pretty good at autoresponders. I find that people who are more traditional sales, they're, they're more e-commerce focused, really fail to understand how powerful autoresponders are. So can you tell us a little bit about you know, what you find your best practices are around autoresponders? Sure. Um, and, and I can take as long in, in this topic as you want. Um, so uh, let me kind of make sure everyone's on the same page just uh, di- differentiating between an autoresponder and a newsletter. So, you know, an autoresponder is something that uh, I opt into or I download an ebook or download a, a report of some kind. And then um, the person who, is, uh, who owns the website or I got that content from is now going to drip out content to me. And that is happening 
only when I decide that I'm, I'm opting in and I'll, now I start getting content. It, it doesn't happen by somebody putting me on a list and I start getting stuff. I really am opting in. And the schedule at which that happens is, is important. Newsletters, on the other hand, uh, tend to be more calendar-driven. So they're driven by a month or each week. And, you know, again, best practices tend to be that good newsletters have two components. One, they only go out to customers, current customers, and they are weekly. It's sort of just best practices. If you go to twice a month, you're really stretching it. It's only 26 times a year. And with holidays, it's only 24 times a year. Really not enough. Um, and if you go more often than once a week, you're really pushing it. Um, and, and the issue with, with newsletters and, again, best practices is that not only is, it, is the schedule important, but the content itself is relevant to your customers, relevant to something that they already know you for, um, and, and then you don't make the mistake of using your newsletter as a table of contents. And I'd say most newsletters fall into that category, that you read it, and the only thing you're able to do is get a snippet, and then, and then you have to go off to a website to the read to the rest the article. That's really not a good idea, uh, especially when people may not be disconnected. When they find themselves disconnected, they can't do anything. They want to read. They prefer to read their content online all at one time. Now, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, so, okay, so we have a, a newsletter and monthly, not very good, weekly makes sense. Now, yep. with an responder, you can set it up that someone gets the mail four times in four days. They could get it every three days, once a week. Yes. So, so when you think about frequency of autoresponders, what's a good frequency? So they see your name a lot. They understand what you're doing, but you're not overwhelming them with too much email. Yeah, and, and, and why I mention newsletters is the importance of uh, recognizing that there's a difference because most people get goofed up here. The autoresponders are based on, and I want to use this term, relevancy. It's that the prospect came to your website in general. You didn't expect them. Maybe you're waiting for them. Maybe you're, you've optimized landing pages around uh, and narrowed content so that they, they opt in to something. They, they get a download. But for the most part, the visitor is driving the schedule. And they are coming to your site and opting in because they believe that what you are offering them is relevant to the problem that they have. Okay? Newsletters, not always relevant. Autoresponders and opt-ins to things like what we're talking about here is autoresponders, um, always relevant. Therefore, it's important that autoresponders, you recognize that, and that people are in a now time. I want information now. So that means that your schedule of autoresponders has to first not only deliver content immediately, but it also has to, it has to create a place in someone's mind that they remember you. So best cases or our best practices in autoresponders is that you send a lot of information in the first few days, generally the first hour. So you want uh, the first payload, if you will, the thank you email to come in the first couple of minutes. The first uh, autoresponder, the message may come four hours after that that's saying, hey, by the way, your first uh, 
your first uh, note or your update or your learning or exercise is going to come tomorrow. But in the meantime, here's something for you. Here's some bonus content. Um, and then you're really going to go on an accelerated schedule that actually uh, dies out over time. So what you'll see is content that's delivered um, first day, second day, third day, fourth day, and then you might skip a day. And then you deliver content and you skip a couple of more days. So that um, if you wrote 30 autoresponders, um, half of those are going to be delivered probably in the first month time frame. And then the other half would be delivered almost over the next 11 months. Because that's the way that people generally want to have content delivered to them. You solve their problem quickly. You give them information that they can solve. That you know, it's again, it's relevant to them. But then recognize over time that you're probably not giving any more that they need, and you need to let that um, that schedule be more flexible. And uh, in uh, the, the the time between deliveries of emails is going to expand the longer it is since their first initial download. Okay, so that makes sense for for product sale for you know. Uh following up on an ebook, so forth. But let's actually take PPC MIMO as an example. Yeah. So let's say you have you have sixty solid quality sound bites. Right. And would you and let's say you want to put those in our responder. Someone you know says I want to get my 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 sound bites in my right. email and remember where they are and not get overwhelmed. So would you follow that same schedule for something like that or would you actually pace it out on a more even basis? Um, it's a good question, and we're going to experiment with two things, actually. We want to experiment with dailies so that for 60 days they get something. So it's more – because of the, the content is so short and it's a minute to two minutes, it's, it's almost like you know, a moment of meditation per day, if you will. And you know, if I'm an online marketer and I'm interested in pay-per-click advertising and I want to know best practices – Listening to a two-minute soundbite every day to start my day, it's a good idea. And it goes on for 60 days, and then it ends, and we can really pace out then what comes out after that. The, the alternative, though, is to do something every week. And what I want to be able to do is to give people a choice. So they can get the content any way they want, but I want them to be in control of how they want to digest it. No different than a book. You go to the store, you buy a book. There's some of us who want to go right on through the whole thing. There's some of us that don't want to do that. Some of us actually want to maybe read a couple of chapters and put it down and come back later. And, of course, you know, any kind of email, you can unsubscribe and literally get yourself off the list. But to, really, my idea is to give them a choice, and then we're going to see which one works best. So that's our split test. Uh, thanks, John. That's actually fantastic information for, uh, for marketers to hear. So we're going to take one more break and let our sponsors have a chance to chat with you for a moment. And then we're going to come back and wrap up with John Fox. More Marketing Nirvana after we thank our sponsors. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. 
Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. MySEOTool.com is your all-in-one SEO management resource. MySEOTool.com makes it easy to optimize and oversee all of your SEO efforts. Line-by-line detailed reports help you identify any problems and show you how to fix them. MySEOTool.com is completely automated. Once you use it, you will see a rise in your search rankings and traffic. Try my SEO tool risk-free today. Go to myseotool.com. Myseotool.com. We're rocking the world with LinkedIn. Hey, it's Mike O'Neill and Lori Rupp, the LinkedIn rock stars. We are ready to rock your world with LinkedIn. Join your fearless leaders, Mike and Lori, as they reveal insider secrets. Because I know the secrets, don't I, Mike? Chat with other LinkedIn gurus. We have, we have great guests on our show. Today is no exception at all. And answer your LinkedIn questions. All caps, Mountain Dew, comma space, all little letters, sleep. Rock the world with LinkedIn, Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Injecting new life into your Internet marketing. Welcome back to Marketing Nirvana, presented by CertifiedKnowledge.org, only on webmasterradio.fm. So we are back from break, and we're speaking with John Fox from PPC MyMeld. We've gone through you know what the site is, a little bit of autoresponder, so forth, and we're almost out of time. So what I want to let John um, real quick give you ideas of our, what other MyMeld events are planned. This is such a good idea. Do you like it enough you're going to do more? Yeah. In fact, it's, it's really interesting um, that we started off with some fairly technical subjects. So the one that's planned after this is one on search engine optimization, which is an obvious next step. So we do PPC, do the paid side, now we'll do the organic side. That makes sense. Um, I also want to do one on channel marketing, which is my area of expertise, and I know those folks. I mean, that's sort of like going back to motherhood and apple pie for me, so that's real easy, and, uh, and that's more of almost a fun one for me. But what's happened is that um, a number of people, because of the way the Internet works, that a friend tells a friend, and the next thing you know, some really brilliant marketers sit out there and say, hey, well, I'm not interested in paid search, but I like this content. No different than when I saw the first virtual conferences. I started asking and wonder how this could apply. So we've had a number of associations come to us who are interested in how they can bring something like this to either use in advance of a conference that's coming up. So it's a way for them to feature their speakers before the event, give everybody a little bit of a taste test 60 days in advance, Um, a way to take content and package it up, wrap some of their branding around it, and allow them to use it in a fundraiser, actually, which is another kind of real interesting concept. But not on the technical side. Um, we've had people that are in the restaurant business. Uh, we had, uh, I just spoke this morning with somebody that wants to do something around golfing. 
And so that uh, they want to be more general, and I think that's where the, the real home run comes in, that it's not just, you know, for example, what makes or breaks a paid search advertising campaign, but imagine what makes or breaks a successful marriage in the first five years, what makes or breaks a great wedding ceremony. I mean, I think it, those general topics are really where the home run is, from a, you know, for, personally for me, from a financial standpoint. Excellent. Well, that's fantastic to hear. So um, how do listeners get in touch with you? Uh, real simple. Just go to VentureMarketing.com. Uh, it's all one word, Venture Marketing. And practically every page has my email address, phone, uh, websites, other resources, all sorts of other books that I've written, content galore. You know, I'd say just enjoy. Uh, a number of those do have autoresponders tied to them, so you can see how I've done those. And, um, you know, I, I, I think that's, at least from an educational standpoint, you can see some of the best practices that I've utilized as well. But, uh, yeah, VentureMarketing.com is all they need. Thanks, Sean, for that terrific insight in that PPC memo and your marketing ideas. Um, I do encourage all the listeners, at a minimum, go to ppcmindmail.com. Take a look around. There's actually some fantastic content. And thanks again, John. Uh, so new episodes of Marketing Nirvana can be found on Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. And you can find the archives or past episodes at webmasterradio.fm or on iTunes. <laughs> 